Welcome everybody to Live Sail Dies coverage of the day five sailing from Tokyo 2020. Today I've got a very special guest next to me, George Gortry, uh, young, young laser sailor here in New Zealand, third at the Laser Worlds in 2019, training partner for Sam Meach and campaigning I guess for the Olympics in 2024, George. Yeah, I don't know if I'm so young anymore, but yeah, certainly looking forward to Paris and it's been cool working with Sam up to these games, so yeah, looking forward to it. You're a lot younger than the two guys either side of you, so we'll call you young for now. Okay, we've also got our resident 470 expert, Andrew Brown, on the other side. Morning, Andrew. Morning, morning. Hey, so we're going to start with, with the 470 class. Paul and Dan had a solid day yesterday, two sevenths. Probably not exactly what they're after, but certainly not a bad day and still very much in the hump in the middle, Chase. Yeah, very much in the hunt. Um, two sevenths, going well. Plenty of opportunities out there. Um, mixing it up with the Aussies, the Aussie boys and Matt Belcher, very, very experienced. Probably now the the top 470 sailor in the world. Um, you know, this is third Olympics. Had two wins and the boys were right up there. Maybe didn't take the little opportunities, but to come away with two sevenths is a, still a very solid day, very close to the um, top three, sitting um, in a good position overall. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, 49er men, I guess it was a day of, of, you know, if only a little bit for, for Pete and Blair. They had a, had a um, you know, one really, really good race, and then uh, Pete fell off the back and attack while, while fighting for the lead. And actually, you know, I guess the impressive part of that, George, was he, you know, fell off the boat. Blair had to go back and get him, and they still got a 12th out of that race on the water, which ended up being a 10th after protest. So, you know, not all bad. Yeah, no, it's impressive, but I think they've done it before, right? Yeah. You know, unfortunately, we've seen them do it again and again. Um, not saying it's a flaw, but they need to iron those things out, especially as we get into the crunch zone of this regatta. And you can see at the top, it's close. You know, you've got the Brits sailing well. They're sailing well and it's close racing. Yeah, so they're only six points out of the gold medal position right now. It's very much in the hunt. Um, you know, they actually gained three points overnight uh, through protests throughout the fleet. And again, it's impressive. You know? Yeah, well, you know, it's a nice thing to wake up to, I guess. You're, uh, but again, we've seen it, as we talked about yesterday, with the 470 woman brownie you know, getting disqualifications for harnesses overweight. Now we've got two, two teams out of the 49er fleet again been disqualified from two races and those teams both had really good days you know, the Brazilian team won the last race yes yeah, so that that um with them being disqualified gave um Pete and Blair their first win of the regatta and but I would have thought if you saw the technical committee measuring the 470 women's harnesses wouldn't you check your harnesses that night yeah, oh, exactly, I totally agree. And it sounds like they checked the whole fleet's harnesses, so there was only two of them that didn't weigh in. But yeah, very disappointing, obviously, for them. But I bet there's a lot of harnesses getting weighed today, for sure. Exactly, this morning. OK, so George, um, laser, laser fleet. Um, unfortunately, it looks like Sam's um, out, of the, out of contention now for the medals. You've been his training partner for this for the lead up into this games. Can you give us a bit of insight into, 
into what's been going on in training world, how the training worked in this sort of COVID time? Yeah, it's certainly been a bit different. Of course, it's the first campaign I've been involved with, so it's probably maybe not what's usual, but I think we've, we've been working really, really hard and we've been going back and forth to Australia, spent a couple of weeks in quarantine, those types of things. And like, we've been working with Matt and the Aussie sailing team and Matt's crushing it. So yeah. like, I think we've been, we've been there with the best in the world. Um, obviously it's a shame to see Sam not execute, um, but I still think the fundamental is there. He's going quick. He just needs to try to execute in a few more races. And with a couple races to close out today, I would back him to really make his way up the leaderboard. Well, I guess yesterday, again, he was so close to having an absolutely brilliant day, but one capsize, you know, yeah. which is which are things that shouldn't happen. Yeah. The, if you're, you know, genuinely fighting for a medal, a capsize not, is not really going to work for you. Yeah. He was right there, eh? Yeah, and I think you've seen it from Sam over the past four years, just consistently at the front of the fleet. And I think he'll be very frustrated with where he's at, and, but I think you'd be a silly man to rule him out of getting right into that top ten battle. Um, the guy knows what he's doing, he's quick downwind, and if he can get to that top mark in a decent position, I'd back the guy to win a race. Quite yes. happily. So heading into yesterday, we had uh, you know the Cypriots been winning Contitas most of the regatta. It's been a good battle with him and Matt Wern's just come on fire. Yeah. You know he's knocked out you know four top two positions and then a fourth. And Contitas yesterday had it did not finish for you know we're not quite sure why and that's really knocked him back. So Matt's got a now a really nice solid lead. Yeah, it's impressive to see, especially after his first two races where he really failed to fire. And I think that was a bit of a shock to me that both Sam and him didn't, didn't fire. And then to see Matt turn it on is really, really impressive. Yeah. And you've seen him do it again and again over the past four years. And I think understanding how much sailing and effort Matt and Sam put in to getting to the front of this fleet is absurdly hard. Mm. And the interesting thing about laser is the speed differences are so small. And you see it come into these top marks. We've had pile-ups on pile-ups. And if you can get around, you know, you can get those five or six places at the top mark. That's what the difference is, you know? Is there anyone in the fleet who surprised you with their performance? I think I've been surprised each day with different people really pulling out. And you saw on the first day, Carl Tapper from Finland. You know, the guy was leading. And yeah. I'm not saying you wouldn't expect that, but he really put together a solid day. And I think every day there's been a different sailor that's really come alive. Yeah, well that's cool, that's cool, and I guess we've got a change in conditions now, lighter air, so we could see a bit of a mix-up there as well. Yeah, it's going to be brutal racing, I'd say, and uh, speaking to Sam, he said there's some big scores to come, and I think that's exactly how you classify today. There could be some big scores. Right, well, best of luck to Sam. Uh, Finn class, Brownie, uh, Josh Jr., again, you'd call it a, a, a solid day, a decent day. But the top, the top guys have stretched out a bit. Joel Scott from GBR, another couple of bullets, four in a row now he's strung together in, in that breeze to really dominate. And the young Spanish sailor Cardona, her, her, those two have cleared out from the fleet. Yeah, it's um, really impressive actually from uh, Giles. You know, he hasn't really, what you'd say, performed to his standards all year since he was in the America's Cup. And for, for him and um, actually most of the GBR sailing team to be on fire at the games when it matters is really um, impressive to see. I guess it shows a really good mental game, you know, that the, the GBR team have got that sorted with probably years of experience, you know, have performed well at Olympics for a long, long time now. You look back to 
2000, they, they sort of were really, really strong there and they've performed every game since then. So there's something, they've got something really, really right in that formula, haven't they? Yeah, they have, they have. And um, But again, with the change of conditions, it's going to be a little bit rainy over there, very light onshore breezes. All the models um, aren't, aren't really matching up, so we're going to see a little bit of um, changeable conditions. As George just said, there'll be some high scores. Uh, we also have uh, the currents still a massive factor, and as the breeze gets lighter, that actually is a more and more of a factor. So we may see some bigger pile-ups at top marks, and hopefully uh, the 50 or 60 people that have signed up for the free predict wind current stuff at Tokyo We'll be using it today because this is going to be a day where the current really matters. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those first top marks in these races. Just there's been some good entertainment so far, <laughs> so there'll be a, there'll be some more action today. I saw there was a protest uh, in the 470 woman yesterday. It looked like a clear foul on the on the TV yesterday with the Israelis tacking in, and I saw they got flicked overnight yeah. for that incident. You, you think now with that current there, the great camera angles, the TV coverage that's getting presented at the protests, if you think you're close to fouling, surely you've just got to do your turns and move on. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, the, our 470 boys were in a protest with the Spanish. The Spanish tried one on, um, tried to get a port starboard, but it was dismissed with them being at least a boat length away. Again, good TV coverage, good tracking, all that sort of thing. You can't just try it on anymore, I don't think. Oh, that's, that's a good thing. Okay, so let's on move forward to the NACRA. The NACRA class, again, incredible conditions for the NACRA fleet out there and that, those waves and everything again. The, the, the top two have sort of stretched out a bit, the Italians and the, and the GBR we talk about again. They had an incredible day yesterday. Um, Gimson and, and Burnett, a 1-1-2, Italians hanging in there. Mika and Erica, again, a, a solid day there, sort of in that 11, 8, 12, still sitting there in 12th. Probably really their target from here has got to be to try and make that medal race, George. Yeah, I think they're, 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 close, they're close enough to make it. Um, yeah, it's been some tough racing for them. You wouldn't have said that's probably going to be their favoured condition with someone running a broken leg. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, I probably wouldn't be out there, so all credit to her. Eh? She's sailing really, really well to get around that course. And I think, as Brownie said, with that breeze going offshore, light, shifty day, those NACRA boats are slow to tack. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen in a race. You know, if you can get foiling, other people can't. There could be some big A few more opportunities out there, right? Yeah, and we're exactly. only six races through that series, so there's plenty, plenty to go there. So that you know, we could see a bit of movement as well. But at the moment, you'd, you'd expect it looks like the top six uh, have got a little jump. But again, now we'll see the light air specialists come into play and see what happens. Yeah, I was amazed the heavy wind sailing on those boats are incredible, and just the different techniques people are running. You know, you saw Santi Lang, the Argy's right up on yeah. their side, trying to keep that that lure. Yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. He's been around for a while, so yeah. he knows a few things. Exactly. Um, now. Stick with you, George. Here, laser radials. Uh, the Danish girl Rindome looks like she's, you know, she's put herself in a position to lock. She could possibly lock gold medal up after the two races today. She's got a 21-point lead at the moment. She just needs to extend that by one point over the day, and she's got that wrapped up going into the medal race. Yeah, it's been a pretty classy performance, to be honest. Um, 
and you've sort of slowly seen the cream rise to the top in that fleet and I think it's really impressive to see her just in conditions that have we've had some the lasers especially have sailed in some wild, wild, wild conditions. And I think to see her just consistently bang out top fives, I think she's got one outside the top five or something like that. And in a fleet of that calibre, it's mighty impressive. You know, you've got Merritt down in seventh, and she's probably someone who you'd say would have been top of the fleet for the past three or four years. And Anne's just, Anne-Marie's just come out and just blown it out of the park. Yeah, so Merritt Baumeister, we've talked about a little bit during this, these uh, talks. Got a black flag yesterday. Um, you know, which is really after a tough first day, has knocked her back down the leaderboard. Sounds like she was over with one second to go, reading through the hearing. So that's a tough one, but that's that's the game we play. Yeah, we've all been there before, unfortunately, for better or for worse. You know, you get a black flag at the wrong time, it's a pretty easy way to ruin a regatta. Yeah, but it's it's still plenty on there for silver and bronze medals. There's quite a few of the girls still on the hunt there. So two races to go before the medal race. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. RSX woman, top three brownie have got it wrapped up. We've got the girl, uh, Chinese girl Lou in first on 30 points, GBR Wilson on 34, and then the defending champion from France, Picon, on 36. So super tight going into the medal race. Yeah, super tight. Um, they can't lose, they can't lose a medal, those three, so it's gonna be all on. It's gonna be an interesting medal race. They've got a day off today, into it tomorrow. Um, What's been really oppressive again is Emma Wilson sitting in second from GBR. Brilliant performances, you know, just a slight little thing compared to the other taller um, girls and yeah, she's just performed really, really well. A special mention, of course, to our friend Aaron McIntosh, the coach of the Dutch RSN, RSX men's team. Karen Bedlow's got a big lead. All he needs to do is win or finish the medal race uh, tomorrow, and he's got the gold wrapped up, and that will make three gold medals in a row for Aaron as the coach of that Dutch team. Yeah, it's been really impressive. Um, Aaron's done such a good job over the last 12 or 13 years, just really building that squad into something really sensational. Um, and all three gold medals have actually been quite easily won like this one will be all Kieran has to do is go around the course keep it clean and finish the race surely we've got to get him back in New Zealand don't we you'd think so come on yachting New Zealand get him in there um, and of course you know not forgetting the next five guys behind Kieran really close all fighting for silver and bronze so that'll be a good race and I'm sure Kieran will just keep himself out of it and watch and enjoy that fight going on yeah, he, he's got the probably the best seat in the house to spectate a good silver and bronze medal matchup. So looking forward to today, everybody. We've got uh, the RSXs set out before their medal race. We've got no NACRA or Finn racing today. So we've got the 49ers, Laser, 49er FX and the 470 men out there for the Kiwi teams. By the looks of the cameras on boats for the Kiwis out there wondering what's going to be on TV, because yesterday I know everyone was... Very disappointed not to see any Kiwi action um, live on TV. It looks like today we're going to have the laser radials, possibly, no Kiwis, uh, but the 49er FXs look like they're all cameraed up and ready to go, so we'll look forward to watching them. And, you know, that'll be a good, hopefully, moving day a little bit for our girls in the 49er FX, Brownie. 
Yeah, it's definitely a moving day today. Um, different conditions, as we said before, so it's going to be exciting to see what's going to happen at the end of the day. You know, hopefully we uh, see a bit, bit less frustration within the team and we see some really good performances getting pulled out today. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody. A special thanks have got to go to our sponsors, Predict Wind and BNG. A shout out to Sailing Energy for all the photos they've been showing. And thanks to our guests, George Gortry and Andrew Brown, for uh, thanks for watching the coverage here of the Tokyo 2020 sailing.